Joshua chapter 1. This is our second lesson in our school of success. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Good success. Good success. Good success. Good. Good one. If the, like we established last week, if there is good success, there is bad success. There should be. There ought to be bad success for there to be good success. So write this down. Success is qualified. And so success is qualifiable. Success is qualified and qualifiable. Not every form of success is the same. If the Bible says good success, it means that uh, there are different types of success. The first type is hmm, uh, just I had spoken about it, talking about the 30, 60, 100 fold. So the first level of success is the 30 fold success. 30 fold success. The second type is the 60 fold success. And the third type is the 100 level success and the fourth type is the thousand level success different types now write Matthew 13 1 and Matthew, Matthew 13 3 Matthew 13 3 and uh, Mark 4 3 Mark 4, 3, and Luke 8, 5, those three passages, Matthew 13, 3, Mark 4, 3, Luke 8, 5, they're all talking about the parable of the sower. So let's read the one in Matthew. Well, write it down, Matthew uh, 13, verse um, 3 to 21. But let's read from verse 7 to 9. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. So within the realm of success, there are at least four. The thirtyfold, the sixtyfold, the hundredfold. And then the fourth type is out of uh, Deuteronomy 1.11. Deuteronomy 1.11. And that is the thousandfold. He said, may the God of your fathers make you a thousand times more than this. And then Holy Ghost just gave me the fifth one is out of Psalm 23. Psalm 23, I believe verse 6. The overflowing success. He said, my cup runneth over. That one, you can't measure it. 
you just it's just so overwhelming. Your pastor is it in the Bible? Yeah, I remember when uh, in in Luke five, write it down, Luke five, when Jesus used uh, Peter's boat. Mm -hmm. They couldn't count. It, it was net breaking and both sinking at the same time. Praise God. Mm. May God give you that kind of level of success this year in the name of Jesus. Like I said, Psalm 23, verse 5, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Underline that third part. My cup runneth over. There is a running over level dimension that cannot be quantified. The running over, cup runneth over. Yeah. Running, and then the second scripture I gave you is out of Luke 5, 1 to 7, Luke 5, 1 to 7, where the catch of fishes you couldn't count, couldn't measure. The boat is sinking, the net is breaking. They had to beckon other partners with their boats to come help them. Because it was too, too much. It doesn't take long for God to turn a failure to success. A man who fished all night didn't make it. God knows for how long he was cleaning his uh, nets. This preacher came, used his boat, preached. And the, a life-changing turnaround came within hours. Praise God. It doesn't take long. What it takes is the right positioning. So how many points did we learn last week? Number one, concerning success. Number one, whatever you want to do, do it now. Number two, choose what? President, personality is a choice. Number three, avoid lateness. It worked. It worked. Still, uh, I think I got a 30-fold harvest last week. So this week, I'm still going to stay on it. Lateness is a sign that a person is not serious. Yeah. Lateness, it's not, I'm not talking of in relation to people. I mean, lateness before God is a sign that you're not ready to be taken serious. What if God spoke to Noah? Noah, build a boat. Yes, sir. And then he went to the county office to get a permit. They say, well, um, God spoke to me to build a boat in my front yard. I need a permit. I say, okay, we'll investigate if it's going to be pollution and uh, your neighborhood and the ordinance and this and that. And then we finally gave him the permit. He started building. The next thing now, uh, the people who fight those who cut trees, what do they call those people? Environment, uh, uh, tree conservation, 
Now come to fight men. You're cutting down all these trees. For what? Say God spoke to which boat? Then the uh, Carpenters Association show up. My friend, this we are, we are going to make all the carpenters go on strike. And then um, the uh, Botanical Society show up. Then the so do you know how many birds you've displaced from their tree houses? My friend, Bird Watchers Association, we put an injunction. The construction must stop now. Then uh, the rivers and lakes and uh, boat owners association say, my friend, this boat cannot, well, it's not, it's difficult. You will just waste your life. And finally, they say, now, this is a construction nightmare. Where is the proof of uh, GSM and uh, how will it move? What is the propeller? What is the thrust capacity of the engine that will move this boat? And then they say, my friend, you're just uh, a, 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 a environmental and ethnic danger to the... So say, you just waste your time. Meanwhile, the clouds are gathering. Rain is, rivers are suddenly overflowing. Noah, where is the boat? Ah, God, don't you understand? That uh, I went to the bank to get a loan to finance the building. That is not what God wants to hear. Noah, yes sir, build a boat. Yes sir, now. It's not, uh, oh well, uh, Lord, you know, uh, I need to get a loan. My loan was not approved. I'm waiting for my tax refund so I can buy the timber and start building. That is, that is, you're playing with your destiny. Not to talk of all the people that laughed at him. Ha, 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 his children. We hear your dad is building a boat in your front yard and he's sticking to the road. <laughs> and then he went to work. They say, oh, Noah. Noah, what is it we hear that they put on TV that you're building your house? Man, this church you're going, your head, you have turned your head, you've lost your head. Noah, how can this boat carry the whole world? He said, God told you this is the boat that will carry everything. Do you know how many animals are here in the earth? So now, do you know the pollution and danger from virus and uh, is it E. coli, they call it, uh -huh, that you're exposing your family to? To be living in the same abode in this device. <laughs> How many doctors are you going to have and nurses? How do you handle the sewage system for all the cows and monkeys? And... Noah, you are mad. Write this down. It takes a madman to break the rules of tradition. You want to be successful, you must make up your mind that I'm going to do it differently. I'm not going to do it like every other person. The society rewards those who think different and do different. As a man thinking in his heart, so is he. If you don't change the way things are done, the way things are done will change you. 
Who says that it's only uh, the sunny side is the only way to fry egg? Huh? I change my methods, I'm getting different results. That's towards the method. How you wake up affects your day. You wake up, if you, you see, there are habits of successful people you have to learn. Write it down. There are habits of successful people that you need to learn and acquire. How do successful people wake up? What do they do when they wake up in the morning? How do they go to bed? What do they do when they go to bed? Successful people don't eat heavy at night. Successful people wake up with something to drink to get the system going. Mostly water. Successful people have a form of exercise, physical exercise, one form or another. Even if it's for 10 minutes. Successful people just don't wake up. Even those who don't believe in God, they go through a time of thinking and meditation and vision casting for the day. Glory be to God. You just don't wake up and uh, say, oh man, what is today's date? A man who wakes up and doesn't know the day of the week and the date of the week, has no purpose. Oh, I thought, uh, sweetheart, what is today's date? Is it Saturday? Oh, I thought it was uh, the 31st. You are not, you should be so fired up. You can't wait for the next day to come. Successful people, before they go to bed, they plan their day. Successful people don't, are you writing anything? Are you writing? Successful people don't just leave things to chance. Wake up and say, oh, well, you know, let's see what the day will bring. No, they have a plan. They have a purpose. They have a focus. They know what they want to do. They know what time they want to do it. And it is all written or organized or have somebody who handles it. You don't jump into the, the schedule of a successful person and they just accommodate you because you're such a nice person. They work within their schedule. But look, I have five minutes. I'm supposed to be at a meeting. So what is it you said you want, if they want to be kind? I heard a story of a man that wanted to... Um, let me say this before I say that. You have to pursue those who have what you need. Pursue their books, tapes, CDs, messages... There was a man that came from Oklahoma to Atlanta, saw my book on, a, uh, on, a, on somebody's desk years, some years ago, and took the book and looked it over, flipped, looked through, looked at the back, looked at the front, and asked the person, said, who is this man? He said, oh man, he's my friend, he's a, he's a nice guy. He said, no, no, I mean spiritually. Does he have any weight? Does he have anything? Tell me about his ministry. Long story short, 
He took out the phone number of the church and called the church and said, I want everything this man has taught on deliverance. I think uh, last time we checked, over 80 CDs he bought. No, if I see him, I don't know. Never met him in my life. Still, I've not met him. Why? You invest in information that you need to feed what you need. You don't just hope that. And then if you're fortunate to be in this kind of environment where your pastor is a leader, is a, is a consumer of information, and he digests it, and then gives you the... You still despise it. So how are you going to make it? I heard a preacher say last night, I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. I told my wife, I said, ah, what a pity. You need the people. And then later he was talking about how somebody introduced him and invited him to a conference. And from there, the whole world opened up. I said, you see this man. We preachers sometimes say things that are just... Uh, and, uh, but bear with us. You must embrace the spirit of success. And embrace the habits of successful people. Successful people are serious planners. They plan. They have a plan. I was telling them last night about one of our members. She was telling me. She has three boys. They all go to bed at seven. She's here today. They, she, she put the same time. Is it not so? When do your children go to bed? 7 p.m. When do they wake up? 7 a.m. Three boys. Some of us can't handle one. Go to bed. No, mommy. It's 11 p.m. They are sitting on top of the TV. She's here, I told her. And then I asked her, how do you do it? She said, I not only do it, I have the books, my husband and I. I said, don't they wake up at night? They don't cry? You know the secret? She said, 7 o'clock every night. Come rain. Come shine, come snow, come winter, they must be in bed. There is no medicine. It is habit. That's my point. Habit. Are you listening? It's not medicine. The Bible says, as was his custom, he went to the temple. As was, even Jesus had customs. He had habits. He would pray early in the morning. After every meeting, he would withdraw. He had habits that made him successful. Everything is not prayer and fasting. Habits are more powerful than prayer and fasting. I, I, got, I, 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 was, I worked out last night. I worked out this morning. I'm ready for you. Praise God. Yes, sir. You have good energy. And you have good vibes. And you have some things uh, pumped into your system. I wasn't like that. I learned the habit of successful people. 
you work out, you handle stress better. Nobody will irritate you and get you. The reason why we get irritated is that we are already tired and worn out. Next one. How many things did we learn? We learned six points last week. Let's go through them quickly. Number one. Number one. Let's go over again. Number one. Do it now. Number two. Present personality. Number three. Lateness. Number four. Never make an exception. Never. Number four, five. Never apologize for your decision. Number six. Number seven. Number eight. Thank you. Number eight, pay the proof price. Number seven. Yeah, go ahead. Learn a new skill. Number nine. Huh? Make whatever you meet 40% better. Number nine. Create yourself with knowledge. Number 10. You need an iPad or tablet or some technology, something. Number 10. That's where I start. So we go from number 10, right? Are you there? Number 10. Learn to speak on your feet. Study, prepare. Learn to speak on your feet. Learn to do some things ready or not. Right? What I'm saying. Never turn down a challenge. I don't know how to speak. Forget it. I don't know how to sing. Forget it. God never prepares people. God prepares for people. God never prepares for people. God never prepares people. God prepares for people. God never prepares people. He prepares for people. Before you were born, he already prepared what you would do. He told Jeremiah, before you were born, I already named you a prophet. But where did he train him? He said, no, from your mother's womb. Come on, let's go. I don't know. No, learn to check a challenge. Is that so? Yeah, all right, let's go. I will make a fool of myself if I make a fool of myself three times, it means I found three times the wrong way to do it. Glory be to God. Read a book a week, even a book a month. You go on the internet, what are the best books? If it's uh, The Harbinger, which is a book that is causing, uh, you know, or a purpose-driven life. Or uh, power of positive thinking, you know. Some of these classics. When I travel, I watch classic movies. Uh, Cut on a tin roof, and uh, Clint Eastwood, and uh, Pride and Prejudice. Do something. Has the flight arrived? No, man. This flight is taking too long. You sleep, I go on a flight, I plan my flight. I eat, so they don't wake me up. 
drink. And then I give everybody time to settle down. So I quickly go to sleep after eating. Quickly. By the time they're sleeping, I wake up. It's quiet. Nobody's moving. Then I read. I write. I listen to whatever. Or I quickly watch a movie. Watch the next one. Watch the next one. Make myself tired. Then I put on my headphone. I'm listening to Bible. At least before I touch down, the last three hours before I get to where I'm going, I spend it on spiritual things. Listening to the Bible. Praying in tongues. Worshipping God. Why? The word of God washes away all the trash you pick up. The word of God, as you read it or hear it, washes away all kinds of trash. There's a bishop I heard that from last year, and I got that key. He said every day before he goes to bed, he reads probably five, six to ten chapters of the Bible to wash away all the trash of the day. Try it, even if it's 30 sec, you know, three or four verses, a chapter. You will not have any attack in the night, in your sleep. Physically and spiritually. All these people you see, uncle this, uncle that, in your dream, they won't show up. Especially those uncles and aunties that come in your dream, wearing high heels, walking, koi, 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 koi. You won't see them. Praise God. Learn. Prepare. Never turn down a challenge. Next one. Handle your emotions. Emotion, when wrongly handled, becomes the enemy of reason. Emotion is the enemy of reason. Well, I can't believe they said that to me. Stop dwelling on trash because trash grows as you dwell on it. Success, when it's hot, doesn't remember failure. Hot success does not remember failure. Pastor, give me a scripture for it. As I said, when a woman is pregnant, she's going crazy. Jesus even quoted it. When she gives birth, she forgets all the pain. The next few months, I want another baby. Eh? Uh, handle your emotions. Control yourself. Avoid melting. Pastor, I was so hot, I blew my top. Please remove your top before you blow it off. Avoid blaming people. The person you hurt, you mess up today may hurt you in 20 years' time. Learn to control yourself. The person who hurt you today, relax. One day they may be eating out of your hands. We blow, nobody gets angry as, as crazily as Christians. You are too, uh, you are too, too sensitive. 
You can't even keep quiet. That's why God says, vengeance is mine. Sometimes keep quiet and let the thing mature. Do you know how many people God has killed because of me? You don't need to. But pastor, I just want to set the record straight. The record is already twisted. Oh, my time is up. We'll pick it up from number what next week? <laughs>